What is up, basketball fans? This is Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings. Shout out to Big City Wings for sponsoring this episode. Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. Go check out their daily specials all the time, every day. They just had an awesome Super Bowl watch party at all of their locations. Shout out to Big City Wings for sponsoring this episode. And thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com and at the Celebrity Mint on social media to see their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more. They've got some awesome, incredible collectibles that you can have for your desk, for your home office, your home, anywhere that you want collectibles. Go get them from CelebrityMint.com. Thank you for sponsoring this episode as well. I am joined by the Houston Rockets. What we learned, Houston Rockets Edition King. I got that wrong. What we learned, Houston Rockets Edition King. Josh Garcia, how we doing, yeah. Good, man. Uh, lost a little bit of money last night, legally. Sure. Uh, wasn't a great game. Uh, commercial sucked. Uh, vibes were off until about midway through the third quarter. Yep. All they had to do was just keep running it, keep pounding it with McCaffrey, and they would have won. I mean, uh, maybe this isn't a football gassed. pod, but come on. Gassed. We talked about it on Play Action Takes, Apollo Media's NFL podcast. Uh, we, we recorded there that is. today. It's up on our Apollo HOU YouTube. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, turn on the notification bell so you never miss an episode of anything. Football season's over. It's time to take over, boys. It's basketball. It's basketball season for everyone. Oh, I can't, oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Put your basketball hats on. Enjoy from here until June. I mean, the dog days of summer are kind of approaching. Yeah. That June to August, you know, window yeah, stinks. Yeah, it's stinks. fine. But we're, we're, we have four months. Enjoy it. Have fun. Uh, NBA is king right now. NHL is a close second. Yeah. Uh, spring training ball. Uh, coming in with the bronze yeah, medal. I think coming interesting in catchers report like this week, maybe, or maybe next week. Oh, so yeah. oh, there yeah. you go. Sports. Sports are yeah. back. Sports are so back. Uh, it's time for everybody else to shine NFL. We're here to talk trades, here to talk ball. Let's fucking get into it, brother. Yep. So last week we only did one episode. Uh, we did a live stream on Apollo HOU's YouTube for the trade deadline. A full three hours, 11 to 2, and up until a little bit past the trade deadline, see if anything trickled in, anything big. Uh, turns out nothing big happened at all no, it was a dud no, it was the worst sad. trade deadline that i've experienced in the last 10 years on social media just like an absolute disaster of a trade deadline from a consumer yeah. from a content uh company's perspective it was just not very fun there wasn't a lot of big things that happened like obviously i'm happy as a dallas mavericks fan for what the dallas mavericks did but i wanted something fun to happen and nothing fun happened yeah i a part of me really, and especially if you remember during the stream, I really wanted the Rockets to do something. And of course, I came back down to earth after it ha- after nothing happened other than the trades that we'll be getting into here yep. in a minute. Uh, cool. Uh, the team, the great teams got good, or good teams got great. Bad teams seemed to get worse. Uh, we had some mid for mid uh, that we'll get into here in a minute. A yep. guard for a, a guard situation. A uh, bunch of a bunch of stuff that we sure can give you some talking points on, but I, I, I yeah, yeah. Let's, let, let's just, let's just dive right into yeah. it. So you, you got any, you got anything before I get into this? No. Sure. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. It's just like, it was well, an absolute just, dud yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not exciting uh, uh, unless all... you're a Mavericks fan or a Knicks fan in a sense that you like fix the problems that you needed to fix without putting right. in like giant pieces. Like you just plugged in play and you're good to go outside of that. Is the most uneventful trade deadline I've ever experienced yeah. in probably so, any sport. Yeah. So what we'll get, we're going to do a little activity here. Uh, I'm going to list you all 19 of the major, uh, if you want to call it that, 
NBA trades that went All down. Right. Uh, and we'll give it. We'll give a little letter grade. And uh, yeah. you know, if you want to talk Mavs, Knicks, anything like that, please interject. Sure. Uh, I'll go ahead and get it going, man. First of all, uh, February first, there was no trades in between February first and the seventh, I believe. Uh, the Rockets get Stephen Adams. Memphis Grizzlies get Victor Oladipo in three second round picks. Uh, give me a letter grade, man. C minus. Because yeah. it, it doesn't do anything this season. And obviously before that trade, we had the OG and Siakam trades from Toronto getting them shipped out. So like the big stuff happened well before the trade deadline, which caused the trade deadline right. to kind of suck. But whatever. Uh, Steven Adams to Houston is good for next season. Oladipo does nothing. Hasn't done anything forever. Um, yeah. So Adams is going to be great. He's going to be a great locker room presence, I think, for Houston and that young team. And I think he'll be fun as the backup center in Houston, I don't think he'll start. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get started alongside Shingun in some situations against the bigger, the centers. We talked about it on the trade deadline show, but outside yeah. of that, no, it's a C minus because like it was a trade for trade purposes. Like yeah, there was just I, nothing happened. And teams, teams having two vibe guys. I, I don't know if I'm with it. Boban is kind of our main vibe guy. Shipping to Dallas, uh, we have an extra ro- roster spot. Sure. Sure. The bands back in the bands starting all, center all, in the all 2021 back. Western Conference first round against the Clippers. People don't remember nice. that team. Yeah, that team was was going through it that mm-hmm. uh, that series. Uh, yeah, I'd give it a, a I'll give it a C plus for the Rockets. I think that Stephen Adams is a top forty center. How about yeah, that? You sure. like that one? Top yeah, forty. That's fine. I yeah. like him. He's good on defense. He's good for vibes. Yeah. He's good in the post. He's fine. I like him. Yeah. He's great for the Rockets, but yeah. not for yeah. this season, obviously, because he's hurt. You had to give up a lot for him, seeing three second-rounders go. I mean, especially nowadays when most of the time, maybe not next year, the NBA draft is pretty deep. I mean, you're getting Jokic getting drafted during, you know, Taco Bell commercials, Giannis. You know, there's players that don't go in the top ten that are really good still. So, I mean, three second-round picks, that does hurt a little bit, but you are getting a proven guy who's going on 30 uh, when he comes back with the Rockets. He'll be 31. So maybe a couple years out of him, uh, get some – Get some extra work down in the post, man. Need a big body. So I don't hate it for the Rockets. I just hate that it doesn't affect anything right now yeah. because our – and even even if we didn't get Steven Adams, it wouldn't have affected – or not just Steven Adams, but even Robert Williams or, you know, other, other you know, big centers, you know, who either need development or are injured. There's a lot of, you know, targets like that that we had, even uh, Tyus Jones, you know, other people like that. Daniel Gafford, he was mine for a short amount of time, and then – your Mavericks decided to take him from mm-hmm. me. Uh, it is what it is, but we'll uh, we'll keep it pushing here. We got. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce Simone Fontacheco's name, and maybe I nailed it. Maybe I didn't. Uh, going, he he's going to uh, Utah for Kevin Knox and a second round pick and a draft right selection. Don't care. N-A. Uh, N- Kevin N-A. Knox. There, that doesn't compute. Doesn't in the system on the grading. Doesn't shout out Kevin Knox though, Knicks legend. Knicks legend, Fortnite suit legend. Yeah. That was peak gaming. Peak gaming. Uh, Fortnite came at a really weird time in gaming, and they they really took it off. They they really yeah, took yeah, off. Fortnite shout in the, shout in out the Fortnite, suit, right? More than on the that was interesting. Yeah. Sure, that was, that was a fun time. Uh, here's my propaganda that I'm about to start. You ready? Boston Celtics acquired Xavier Tillman for Lamar Stevens and two second round picks. Xavier Tillman is a very fun. Second option, not second center option on some teams, not on the Celtics, no. but tenth or eleventh man, he can he can he can big body you. He can uh, 
get a little get a little shots up, not not much, but the guy can play. Uh, I think that when you get a young guy like that, 22, 23, 24 years old, there's a lot of development to be had with the Celtics. Maybe the system with Missoula, Brad Stevens uh, overlooking everything. I think he can develop into a seventh option for a team. Uh, wow, great, great, uh, great selection for uh, a playoff vibe team. Uh, they picked him, him and Jaden Springer up, uh, the ninth and tenth men on good days. So if not, you have Jaden Springer who can absolutely lead the main Celtics to a G League championship in a weak G League. <laughs> if you want to go there, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm really trying to make the most out of this situation. Uh, there's just, I'll give the I'll give the Celtics a B for this trade. How about that? Yeah, I think that's the right grade. I mean, they they worked yeah. around the fringes. They're already in like they blew through the tax. With their team. Like oh, they, yeah. They're in the third threshold. I don't even know if there is a third threshold in the CBA yeah. salary cap, whatever the fuck they call it. I don't know. Yeah, the Celtics worked around the fringes. It was fine. Um, good for them, yeah. I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, give them a give them a B all around. Uh, we have Minnesota Timberwolves bolstering up their guard situation, getting Monte Morris, giving up Shake Milton and Troy Brown Jr. Troy Brown Jr. for a 2030 second round pick. Who reading is hard. Uh, they gave up a little bit. But yeah. Monte Morris is good. Good backup guard. Shake Milton I'm wasn't good for them, so it's time to move on. He, they did what they did. Yeah, sometimes a player will come along. When I think of big potential guys, the big vibe guys like Shake Milton, just you have, you have a great name. I'm thinking Bruno Cabloco. I'm thinking uh, Chris Cristiano Felicio. Uh, Felicio, I, I forget how to say his name. Uh, sure, uh, I'm thinking of cool. Uh, funky names that can just run up and down the court. Um, good for them that they got their uh, backup guy. Anthony Edwards needs a, a right-hand man or, in this case, like a right-toe man. I don't know what he would do for – I don't know how good Monte Morris could be in comparison to one of the best guards in the league, but when he's off the court, sure, he can give you 10 points. Uh, I'll give the Timberwolves a B-minus here. Why not, right? Yeah, I was thinking C-plus. It was fine. It yeah. was an upgrade. Yeah. It, it's better than average, um, and they got rid of something that wasn't working. So yeah, for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So now we have, and I'm kind of just, I'm going to start just kind of running yeah. through these. Uh, you got Toronto getting Kelly Olynyk, giving up Otto Porter, Kira Lewis Jr., and a first round pick, but it's it's going to go through four different teams. And whoever's the least favorable out of Utah, Dallas, or LA, and OKC, yeah. Houston, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, so Kelly Olynyk is one of those guys that. He 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 almost gives off Mason Plumley vibes, like just a big, tall center that can do some silly things on the court and finish in weird ways, shoot weird threes, like just a good vibe white center. Yep. You know what I mean? And Kelly Olynyk, sure. I, I I think if the if you know, they're if the Raptors are trying to make a, I wouldn't say push, but it, they want something at the moment to get them. In, attempt a play-in situation i don't know what the deal is here i give both teams a c i don't see uh toronto making a push in the last 30 games i could kind of see utah getting to the play-in maybe a 10 seed i don't don't know it's just kind of a weird situation i maybe this will help the raptors in the long run uh once RJ Barrett and quickly, you know, Scotty Barnes takes that is in the middle of taking that second leap uh, that we've seen over these past couple of years. I sure, sure, the Raptors get their a, a plus for the Raptors. They're they're getting sure. the Canadians yeah. all on one team. They're oh, just yeah. slowly oh, yeah. putting the Infinity Stones in Toronto. Yeah. 
all the Canadians. Yeah, get ready to Shea, yeah, get ready to start speaking French. Again, just Ale- Alexander, um, Dylan Brooks, you're next. Yeah, oh man, sorry, oh. did I strike a chord? Oh, the All Canada team, wow, that that would be that team might give you like fifty that wins. Would be fun, right? Like, give me the All. all <laughs> That'd the be Canadians. pretty sick. RJ, Shea, Shea. Dylan Brooks, yeah. Kelly Olenek. it'd be yeah. fine. Um, sure. Dwight Powell, yeah, so uh, you can't have him, but he's also Canadian. Okay. okay. Um, speaking of buddies here, we've got uh, Buddy Heald going yes. to Philadelphia 76ers. And if you watch our live stream, uh, you know, the Buddy Heald burner saga, uh, any good food spots in Philly, any good haircutters in Philly, just put it out all on the table. Uh, I love it. Uh, Philly gets their, uh, gets their guy who can give you good shots, maybe be a little stupid sometimes with the shot selection, yeah. but he shoots them and he makes them sometimes. Um, yeah, uh, Marcus, you got Marcus Morris going to Philly, uh, Fur- Furkan Kormaz finally gets freed from the shackles of being a backup point guard or being a backup guard in Philly. Mm-hmm. No playing time, no vibes. Maybe he can, like I said, lead a G league team to a championship. That's what Rodney Hood is trying to do. So sure. do something, do something for us. Yeah. It was a good trade for Philly. Uh, Marcus Morris actually yeah. got bought out. And is heading to Minnesota. It looks like. It looks like he's in. It, oh, per per the Pat Bev Pat Bev Pod. There you go. Oh, Say that three times fast. That was from Pat Bev. I, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw it yeah. on my timeline right before we hopped on. But um, yeah, yeah sure. Buddy, go. buddy's good for the Sixers. I think they're going to add Kyle Lowry as well once he clears waivers. Um, yeah, it, it it's fine, but it doesn't matter until Joel Embiid's back. So. Until yeah, that happens, it, it, like the, I, I'm not gonna put a letter grade on it because I want to see it with Joel Embiid. Like once I see a game or two right. with that, and then I'm okay, sure, I see it works. Yeah, or the, okay, no, this didn't work at all. I don't know what they were thinking, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah the the Sixers are ten games above 500, and they're continuing continuing to lose traction in a very weak Eastern Conference. So I don't. I don't know if they're are they gonna are they gonna dip down to a seven seed somehow or a six seed? I, if they get in the a lot of a lot of grounds are real trouble. Yeah, real trouble. Yeah, a lot of ground to make up for Indy and Orlando, but I mean, you never know. Over the next thirty games, something could totally change, and who knows? Embiid could be out for the next month and month and a half. I don't know. Could be longer. So great that they get another guy that they can kind of plug and play, mm-hmm. like we've been talking about throughout throughout. Uh, I'm really just trying to find the light in this trade deadline. And I think Buddy Heald might have been one of the better under the radar trades because he's been on the radar for six. Uh, he's been on the trade uh, trade machines, trade radar for six years at this point. He He's already in elementary school, already has got, got a loving mother and a loving father. This is crazy that we're seeing Buddy Heald still, you know, on the trade trade deadline, trade, trade deadline blocks. But finally it happened and... Sure, we'll give the Sixers a B plus for getting a great burner. B stands for burner. Yep. Uh, give them a B plus. That'll work. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Sixers uh, trade Daniel House, duck the luxury tax. And Rockets legend Daniel House, uh, not applicable. Uh, no grade for me. Uh, yeah. Got OKC getting Gordon Hayward. Uh, if this was 2012, we talking super team here. So just saying, I like this trade. Said it on the live stream. A lot of people didn't really agree with me, but I, I think that adds like to their offensive ceiling. I don't think it adds to their like necessarily their defense and their and their team ceiling, but I think their offensive ceiling gets higher 
So if Shea's not on it, if Chet can't make any shots, like you have the steady force of Gordon Hayward, like as your third or fourth option after Jalen, like he's your fourth guy on the, on the court. If he starts, like, I don't think he'll start wow. necessarily, but he's a good offense off the bench. He's good offense with the starters. Yeah. I think he could close, have closing minutes with that team if he's healthy. And I think he's a, a good yeah. addition. However, the problem is, is that they needed a backup center and they didn't even attempt to, I mean, they got Bismack Biombo on the, on the free agent side, but like, yeah, that doesn't move the needle for me. Like, if they had gotten Daniel Gafford, I'd have been like, okay, like that's a good backup center. That's a good backup right, center to have. Right. And they didn't. Yeah. I don't even know if they tried. Obviously, Mavericks did that, but it's fine. I think the offense is good. Uh, I'll give it a B minus. Like, it makes their yeah. offense better. It doesn't hurt oh, their offense oh. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they had to give up Berton, some draft comp, Trey Man. Uh, yeah. They didn't give up too much. Trey Mann still has a little bit of potential. When you have 33 picks I, to trade in the next 10 years. It's like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and start it yeah, now. Um, I'm going to let you take the floor and have this Daniel Gafford conversation oh, that we're about to okay. have. Uh, brother, you have got it. The floor is yours. Yeah, so Dallas traded uh, for Daniel Gafford to Washington, from Washington. They traded uh, Rashawn Holmes and a first-round pick from Oklahoma City, uh, 2024, and they did that through a 2028 pick swap with – OKC, so OKC gets the m- most favorable pick out of everyone's picks that year. I don't know. It was a very complicated trade that took hours for it to actually go through and actually figure out what the compensation was. But Rashawn Holmes uh, got him on draft night with the Omax Prosper trade um, with the Kings. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's a okay backup center for now. Like, we'll upgrade. We'll, we'll get Clint Capella. We'll do this. We'll do that. And they never did it until the trade deadline. They get Daniel Gafford. And Truth be told, I was like, Daniel Gafford would be good if, like, Maxi Cleaver's good. And for the last week, Maxi Cleaver's been good. It looks healthy. He's making three-point shots, and his defensive anchor is looking good. Um, I will say, Saturday, it was a 2 o'clock game against Oklahoma City after the trade deadline, and Daniel Gafford, I think he started because Derek Lively is out. And, mm. buddy, the boy brings the energy. He is Oh, yeah. He's fun oh, to yeah. watch, dude. Is he's just oh, a bully yeah. down in the in the block, like in the post. He's just he's grabbing offensive boards, he blocks shots, plays with tenacity, and he does the pick and roll with Luca. And he learned that after like meeting him essentially on the court before the game. Like just didn't even know Luca, and they're like, "Yep, we're gonna run the pick and roll and just fuck everybody." So and it worked. Yeah, it is a great addition because Derek oh. Lively he's been hurt. A bunch this season, uh, just freak accidents like rolling his ankle because of Scoot Anderson diving at his knee, um, and then a broken nose from Wendell Carter Jr. the other week. So like, he's missed time with things that don't happen often. Like it's just a bunch of freak injuries. So uh, yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Daniel Gafford was a great trade. It was a needed trade for Dallas. Like they had to make this trade. I understand why the compensation looks like too much for a backup center, but when you have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving on your team, your window is now. So why don't you go do it? And that's what they did. They went and got yeah. the center, and they also did another trade that we'll we'll mention later. So, yeah, you no, you 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 hit the nail on the head. I mean, I all around, I'd give the Mavericks an A minus at least on this trade, even if you know all goes to shit. Let's say uh, hypothetically, knock on wood, this isn't going to happen. Derek Lively gets hurt right. again. You know, you still have a big vibe guy in Daniel Gafford who can actually fuck everybody up. So this is perfect for you guys. Uh, if you want to go ahead and just we could talk about PJ Washington right now. 
please get let's talk about PJ. Yeah, I, I don't remember the compensation on this one. What was it? The twenty twenty seven first round pick, top two protected, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant Williams, mm-hmm. Seth Curry, is that it? Yeah, noted. Um, Dang. Yeah, so PJ Washington comes in a bigger four than Grant Williams. He's, I mean, they're the same height, six seven. They're listed at the same height. Grant Williams is all of six three. Like the boys, he's just. Uh, Love you, Grant Goodbye. Williams. Like I, I was very excited for Grant Williams this offseason. They did the sign and trade. They gave up a first round pick. They had to do another pick swap with San Antonio. Like they did all these things to get Grant Williams. And I'm like, yes, he's the perfect. He's going to be the vibes guy. He's going to stick up for Luca. He's going to take the technicals when Luca should be getting technicals. Like he'll step up and take those for the team. Just a quintessential like hockey guy, you know. Yeah, he's he's like going to take the fights for their captain if the captain doesn't need to fight. Like those kinds of things. Um, after the first 10 games of the season, I was like, this was the perfect trade of all time. It was the best trade ever. He was shooting 55% yeah. from three. He was Played hitting great. everything. He was playing defense. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just hit a wall. He got hurt, I think, and then he was overweight a little bit. He lost like 30 pounds with the Mavericks. So, Grant Williams, however frustrating you were on the court with your inability to dribble a basketball, drive to the paint, and jump. Um, everything. Yeah, just anything that involves basketball. Uh, outside of that, I really liked you. I, I thought... That was great. Um, however, after the trade happened, he the first game in Charlotte, he's like, it's good to play for the team on the front and not the the name on the back, you know? Um, it's yeah. good that everyone touches the ball. Like, everybody touched the ball on every possession. Yada, yada, yada. Look, man, if you're going to play with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, no one should touch the ball other than them. Like, yeah. everyone else should yeah. just, like, wait their turn. You're playing on a team with 12 wins, and you're excited about it. I like the I like the optimism and he, he, he's here. He's back home, and apparently a couple weeks ago there was a kerfuffle in the locker room, or during a game, or something happened. And Grant Williams had been known to wear Luka Doncic's Jordan shoes and Jordan ones and Jordan twos. He wore them with the Celtics, and when he came here, he continued to wear them. Over the last three weeks, I think he started wearing the Jason Tatum Jordans. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a it was a must to get him out of the locker room. Apparently he'd become an annoyance to everyone. Uh, if you remember in the preseason when they're sitting on the bench, him and Kyrie Irving are like one person apart and Grant's just John at Kyrie and Kyrie does the side eye at him and does a, <laughs> yeah, uh, that yeah. It, it wasn't a good vibe from the start apparently. And that's, it is what it is. You had to get him out. And PJ Washington is, does everything and anything that you wanted Grant Williams to do at a, much higher level except for maybe make oh, yeah. threes at a better level but when you look at it he's playing for the terrible hornets that they have 12 wins is what you said like yeah, he's just so. chucking shots like his percentages aren't going to be as good as what they will be in dallas because he'll be getting open shots because luca and Kyrie are on the team yeah the 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 stats are skewed in charlotte so you're going to kind of see pj washington kind of fall into his own over the next 10 15 games or yep. so and then you'll kind of really get an idea as to what you, you what you're going to expect from him going forward into the postseason. You know, God willing, a second second round, for, you know, even a conference finals appearance. You know, something, something, some shit's going to shake in Dallas. And I'm glad that they took the or or are putting the puzzle pieces together. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And outside so, of the uh, LeBron trade chatter, that didn't end up happening, which leads me to believe that LeBron's not going to opt into his $51 million play option and go wherever he wants to win a championship. Cause mm-hmm. it's probably not going to happen in LA anytime soon. Um, outside of that trade, I was just like, give me PJ Washington, and Daniel Gafford to do whatever it takes, like within reason, which I think they did. Um, 
because it upgrades the team to a point where all of those starters that were starting, like Derek Jones Jr., Dante Exum, Tim Hardaway Jr. at some points, like all of these players that were starting, Dwight Powell had to start a bunch of games because Derek Lively's hurt. Like all these players that are starting are now put into their bench roles at 10 to 20 minutes a game, 10 to 25 minutes a game for some people. Like Daniel Gafford's probably going to be the backup when Derek Lively comes back. That's incredible. Because you're never going to have Kyrie or Luke. No like, problem. You're never going to have Kyrie and Luca off the floor at the same time unless it's a blowout win in the fourth quarter. You're going to have one right. of them on the floor right. with Daniel Gafford on the bench bench unit. Like you've got your pick and roll guy. Dwight Powell's your fourth center. I don't know. It was just all around a perfect trade deadline for the Dallas Mavericks. It did everything they needed to do. Um, it upgrades their ceiling and how they play for the next – 30 games TBD uh, they have to go 29 to win 50 games this season which is probably what needs to happen in order for Luca to win MVP and speaking of yeah. Luca, he did win player of the week for the first time this season even though he's had better numbers than every single player that's ever won it uh, player of the week this year in the Western Conference <laughs> literally every single time he has blown everyone's numbers out of the water and he finally does it on like a down week where he only averaged 31 11 and 9 but yeah whatever <laughs> Let him have it, Whatever. I guess. I they have an agenda against our yeah. man. It's, it's fucked fine. up. It's real it's fucked fine. up. Uh give the for all, overall, get gotta give the Mavs an A minus uh, yeah. this trade deadline. Yeah. Of course, you you're not gonna go out and get a star because DeJounte Murray didn't go right. anywhere, you know, LeBron didn't go anywhere. I mean it, there were options, but the options weren't presented to you. Yeah. You, you don't know, want to the market like that doesn't really do much for your team. So yeah, no, no they no. did what they needed to do. They got bigger, taller better yeah. defense and they just did what they needed to do. I'm, I'm good with an A minus yeah, because it's not like it's yeah. not blowing everybody out of the water with those two trade, like those two players, but it does what it needs to do. Exactly. And it, who knows down the line to get five more wins because of it. And that could be all the difference of a and they, four seed versus a seven seed. I don't they know. They ended up getting two second round picks in maybe the PJ Washington trade from Charlotte. So now you go into the summer with two first round picks and four second round picks. If shit doesn't work this uh, this season, heading into the offseason, right. you have that draft capital plus you yeah, have something. tradable right. contracts because Daniel Gafford, PJ Washington aren't making a ton of money. Obviously, Tim Hardaway Jr. will be on an expiring at that point. Um, you got a lot of options to trade out and you got picks to go with it. So I think they're in a very good That's position good. and win-win situation, even though they're giving up trade picks in like six yeah. years. Yeah, sure. I. They have something, and that is better than nothing. Yeah. So uh, let's say Luca and Kyrie doesn't work out or whatever the case may be. They have something that they can fall yeah. back on. Uh, God willing, it does work out. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, good good for the maps. They're, they're doing great things. But let's talk about another team who just blew everybody out of the water. I mean, the New York Knicks. Yeah. And I, last time I checked, the Rockets were blowing them out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could totally be wrong by, by the time this airs, but... At halftime, they were up 16, which is cool. Yeah. Don't look now, guys. Don't look now. Uh, the New York Knicks get Bojan Bogdanovich mm -hmm. and Alec Burks. They have to give up a couple guys. Couple, couple Here's a couple guys, you know. Uh, take Are sure they're guys? You know, uh, Quentin Grimes is. Yeah, that's fine. I'll sure. That is still on a bad contract, right? Uh, yeah, I think his is expiring, but he's okay. making like 19 this year or something like that or something egregious, 18.5. Okay. Yeah. 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 I uh, I got NBA 2K24. Yeah. Uh, That's last week. the only reason and why. I was, and I follow a bunch of Knicks fans. Exactly. I was just doing a bunch of shit on the uh, my GM and saw him in 48's contract. I was like, 
It's bad. This is bad. This is bad. Free, but at least it's free expired. agent and uh, signed with the Knicks. I just want you to know that the Knicks signed that contract, not somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy how life comes yep. at you. Uh, the the Knicks got great. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, like I said, almost overnight, you took pretty much everyone that the Detroit Pistons have besides Kate Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only competent players on that team. Um, I'm glad that those two guys are free from whatever bullshit that they had to experience in Detroit because that team sucked. Yeah. Sucked. Like yeah. peak bad basketball for especially the first three or four months of the season. Um, I'm really glad that Alec Burks kind of gets to – I know he's a known rocket killer, but silent rocket killer, if you will. He shoots like 48% against, from three against us. It's insane, dude. It's like, and that's – it's been yeah, I was gonna say it's been it's been a couple of years now that he's been fucking us over. Um, great that the Knicks are bolstering their bench. They pretty much got everything that they needed. Um, Mitchell Robinson's out for the season, correct? No, he uh, or is he coming he back? What's bas- the situation? He started working out last week, I believe. Uh, I think he's he good. Might be good for basketball activities, some, probably in March, I would assume. Uh, Julius Randle, good. I think he's out for another two to three weeks, probably with a dislocated shoulder, yeah. right shoulder. Um, and then OJ Ananobi just had elbow surgery on trade deadline day, right after we kind of yeah. ended the stream. They they announced it, so he's out for three weeks. Um, got that cleaned up so that way he'll be ready for the playoffs. Um, before the playoffs, obviously to get regular season minutes back in there. So it's yeah. unfortunate they're not healthy right now. Um, Jalen Brunson turned his ankle last week as well, so he missed a game or two. So he's not all the way healthy. Um, so that, I mean that's four of your starters not ideal but yeah. when you get yeah. uh, bogey and alec burks like it bolsters their bench it makes them deeper yeah. which i think is what you have to do you have to have two stars and deep a deep team uh look at the nuggets exactly. obviously the nuggets have like lottery picks as their deep parts technically like when you look at it like mpj <laughs> and um aaron gordon like they're they're a different kind of breed because nikola Jokic is Arguably the best player in basketball, so uh, yeah. yeah, that helps yeah. when <laughs> like because oh, yeah. watching Daniel Gafford look a lot better as a da- Dallas Maverick player because they play with Luka Doncic. Like sometimes players are just in a great position because they play with great players. I like that. I and like that a the, lot. The yeah. Knicks have Jalen Brunson, who I love dearly, and Dallas Mavericks legend um, has come into his own. I he can carry you through a playoff series. We've seen it multiple times. He did it with the Utah against the Utah Jazz when he was with the Mavericks. He did it last season against the Cavs. Like he'll fuck you up. He'll fuck you up. Absolutely. Oh, and and Joyce Randall can absolutely go nuclear for a game. I don't think they have two stars. I think they have one and a half stars. I, I'll count Bronson as one, yeah. and then you can count OG sure. and Randall as 0.5 together. Um, but outside of that, sure. they don't have stars, but they have the grit and grind mentality of Tibbs as their defensive minded coach. And then now they have spacing with bogey and Alec Burks off the bench. Um, yeah, they, they killed the deadline. They same thing that Dallas did. Yeah. They went and got the pieces that they needed to do, made their team significantly better. They filled the holes that needed to be filled. And the Knicks didn't really give up much because they gave up. I mean, they gave up Quinn Grimes, but he wasn't even really playing because he was in Tibbs' doghouse. Like when you're in Tibbs' doghouse, you're not getting out. You just won't. Exactly. And it, it is going to be a nice little uh, University of Houston reunion. You got yep. Marcus Sasser, Quinn Grimes. I don't know if, I don't think that they played with each other. Maybe they did for one year. Uh, anyway, I'm really glad to see uh, Detroit kind of trying things. They're, they're in basketball hell, but they're, they're doing they're things. Trying. Uh, they're trying, which is good. And they, 
they've won like three out of their past like seven or eight games. Cool, good yeah, for them, yeah, right? Why not? Uh, but yeah, man, New, New York, and, and we we kind of made this joke earlier. Uh, Tom Thibodeau got his no tattoos, no swag guys, and is just loving every minute of it. I know Ananobi's hurt, but Bogdanovich, man, he's he's next man up in the uh, in the Tibbs doghouse or whatever oh, for you sure. call it. Maybe for sure, yeah, like. So the way that the Knicks, this Knicks team is going to turn out, I'm I'll give it an A right now, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not even going to sit here and be like, oh, let's wait and see. I want to see it, so I'm going to sit here and say I cannot wait for playoff time to see this team succeed. Truly, it'll be fun. Yeah, they're a fun team. I really want them to match up with yeah, the Cavs in the it. first round because it would just be hilarious. Donovan Mitchell just oh, going yeah. down for the third straight year by Jalen Brunson, just hilarious. <laughs> I would love that. Oh man. Oh fuck. I, I yeah I I I love the New York Knicks when like we always say basketball is good life is yep. good when the New York Knicks are good and let's keep at it guys I, I love it keep 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 doing you Tibbs are are there any more trades worth talking about outside of that though I'm reading some man I'm I was just gonna say you got Pat Bev going to Milwaukee we can touch on that briefly if you'd no, like I uh, don't care I mean Pat I, Bev gets to go be teammates with Damian Lillard. Who they hate. They yeah, both hate each other, I think. Houston. So it's like, I, I don't care. Strange. Houston thing. Rockets legend. Uh, you got uh, Royce O'Neal going to the Suns. Good bench piece, but they had to give up like four they different guys. David every Roddy. Single David Roddy. Piece as well. of assets that they had. It's all gone yeah. now. They have nothing left. Yeah. And yeah, sure. I don't think there's anything left. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much about it. Uh, Corey Joe going to Indiana. That, yeah. Yay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. Tread Thanks for showing sucked. out. Uh, yeah, we really tried to make it work, though. We got we got 33 minutes. That was out incredible. Of that. We did a lot there. Good job, uh, brother. So right after the trade deadline, I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday night. Uh, Thanasis, Anunukunko hit the Sham God. Yep. Yep. I I I didn't go back to see which player got hit with the Sham God by Thanasis. Um, right. I was going to call him out. Uh, that guy has to take Thanasis's um spot in the in the army in the Greek army. Like he yeah. just has to go overseas and serve his time as Tanasis Anakumko is in the Greek yes. army. Because <laughs> if you let him hit the fucking sham God in an NBA game, I don't care that it's garbage time. I don't care that you're a garbage no. time player because you're out there during garbage time. I don't care. You unacceptable. Luca was talking about hitting the sham God in a game. Cause sham God is obviously a Dallas Mavericks coach. Luca was talking about it with uh, JJ Reddick's podcast. Great podcast, by the way. Um, he was like, I really want to do it, but I, I think every time I try to hit the out part, like it's just going to get stolen. And if Luca Doncic is thinking that, how the <laughs> fuck did he, how did the Nassus do it? <laughs> Somebody said on TikTok, the, uh, uh, the Antetokounmpo social teams are in overdrive this weekend because I have probably seen that clip unwarranted, unwanted, 10 plus oh, times and I still couldn't times. tell you the guy. Yeah. I still couldn't tell you the guy who we sham got. And I'm, I'm sorry if I don't know ball, my yeah, apologies, but you're in the I, Greek yeah, army now. So it doesn't matter. You're not in the NBA anymore. <laughs> you just got deported to Greece and you're taking place as like corporate, whatever your last name is in the Greek army. Yep. Yep. God bless. Oh my God. Yeah. So the Nasus did a thing pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, we're the NBA's in shambles because that happens. Yeah, and uh, any any time a worldwide wob tweet uh, filmed off of his computer, it's the best. Like this, just straight phone to computer. I love it. Uh, anytime that 
it gets more than like 2k retweets in an hour i know something crazy just happened and of course i saw the caption i was like yeah. did it did he get ripped or like what happened here then i saw the video of course just shocked shocked be- bewildered yeah if you will insanity rob's uh refusal to learn obs is uh very funny. He just keeps stripping. He just keeps ripping them. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, he, he's 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 an old soul in a in a young generation, if you yeah. will. And uh, we were, we were just talking because I I've been sending you uh, live police chases you recently. Uh, I, I I've been thinking about worldwide wobs. Uh, Scott Scott, what, what did he call it? Helicopter wob, skycopter wob. Yeah, and he um, had the, something like that. He would always change his Twitter uh, Abby, Twitter name. Yeah. Whenever he would do uh, live police chases, mm-hmm. he hasn't done those in a no, while. No, he still maybe does. I don't get the notification. I see him, I see him on the timeline. It's not as often, okay, yeah. but he still puts them up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't get the notifications anymore, okay. but yeah, I need to. I, yeah, I, I need to experience. That he doesn't go live. I think he just tweets a link, mm-hmm. so it's not the same. Lazy, but he's doing lazy. the same kind of thing. Yeah, he's getting a little later. Tis, tis, tis journalism. That's that's fucked getting up. Getting a little man. older. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. Yeah, poor guy. sure. Um, <laughs> was it? It wasn't last night. It was Saturday night. Suns and mm-hmm. Warriors played basketball. Late game. Yes. On television. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry mm-hmm. went pretty nuclear in the first quarter. Right? Yeah. Like eight, eight yeah. first. Yeah. Or he had like eight threes or six threes, something like that in the first quarter. Like He was, he was hooping. He was doing yeah, things. He was doing things. Sure. He was doing things. Um, Draymond obviously infamously punched Yosef Nurkic in the face the last time the Suns and the Warriors played against each other yep. when Draymond was on the court pre-suspension pre-anger management course classes cor- correction whatever you want to call it um Steph Curry did did a thing again he did the thing again uh the, the inbound pass yeah. was probably the worst inbound pass I've ever seen in my life so there's like it two was- three seconds left on the <laughs> clock uh the guy inbounds the, the ball it's way behind Steph where he was like he catches it, pivots, and immediately shoots it from what do you call it? Thirty-five feet, thirty-four feet, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and yeah. just it was up there, chunked it up there. And as soon as he caught the ball, pivoted, and started to shoot the ball, everyone and their mother knew that it was going in. Every you saw single quick, person, you saw how quick the motion was when he did it, and you were just like, "Fuck, he's in rhythm." Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in rhythm. He's gonna fucking make it, isn't he? And, and he absolutely did. Drains it. Drains they won it. like one thirteen to one twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when you think Steph Curry and the Warriors are dead, they pull you back out of the grave. Yeah, pull you Stops. right out of the grave into the eleventh seed. Um, yep. Neither here nor there. But Draymond <laughs> uh, really. at the end of the game calls Kevin Durant a pussy. Yells at him. I, I can't remember all the other words that he said. He said a lot of words to Kevin Durant. And and then post game. In the locker room, Yusuf Nurkic goes, uh, Draymond Green did not learn a single thing. It's only a matter of time before he does it again. We are not talking about like a serial killer, Yusuf. We're, we're talking about a basketball player that happens to like be a fiery personality that sometimes throws punches. Let's take it down a notch, pal. I will, yeah, I love the soundbite and, and the potential with that. But like the, I always think of the the, the NBA graphics that people make, like the at make it a graphic yeah. uh, and the replies and stuff like that. I think it'd be a great graphic. Uh, but he's he's not going to kill anybody. He'll come close if you really really mm. didn't have any people holding him back. But I I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, let Draymond do his thing because like obviously this needs to get figured out. Oh, no, for sure. But it's never going to. It's never going to. Draymond is Draymond, and the amount of publicity that he brings, not only to himself, not only to the Warriors, not only to the NBA, but in general, like it, it's 
every league needs Draymond. You know what I mean? It, it, it almost feels, and maybe this is a weird comparison, but hear me out. It almost feels like modern day, like PED guys from yeah, the MLB. Okay. Like everybody needs a, a bad guy to kind of lean yeah. on and be like, fuck you, fuck you. Everyone you know? needs to do steroids is what I'm hearing. Yes. The steroid Olympics. Uh, they're, I'm going in. They're dropping I'm going to start soon. hitting the HGH and getting back in the pool. It's going to be sick. Oh yeah, brother. It's going to be awesome. Dude, we got fucking Can't wait. Stony Phelps in the flesh, dude. Yeah. Oh, Can't, wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that game was fun. And Draymond, that was the first game since he's been back that he looked like Draymond because of the fieriness. Like, he, he's he been very yeah. conservative and I don't know if laid back is the correct word, but just, like, non-confrontational. And this game, he just yeah. started talking shit immediately. I loved it. It was very funny. Yeah. So welcome back, Draymond. Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. It was a very fun game. Fun late-night game. A um, couple more things here before we go. Kobe Bryant, uh, welcome to the Statue Club. Three years too late. Um, well, right. let's actually say that it's like eight years too late. Like he should have had a statue the year after he retired in 2017. Like they should have commissioned it right, right after the 60 point game in Staples Center against the Utah Jazz. Like commission it then, get with them then, come up with it in six months and then start building it. Like it should have been up 2017, 2018. We shouldn't have de- deal yeah. with this right now where with we don't have Kobe. Like, Let's honor the people while we have them here, you know, that kind of thing. But right. Kobe, uh, they had a chance. first of three statues at Staples Center, a.k.a. Crypto.com Arena. Um, it will always be Staples. It will never change. It's like the forum. It's going to stay the same. But um, yep. it's a still moment from his 81-point game when he's walking off the court with his – he had a number one finger hold up on the on the right hand. It's a cool, cool statue. Um there's a triangle base for the triangle offense. The five uh, Larry O'Brien trophies are behind it. Uh, I can't remember what's written on the front of the, the triangle base, whatever. Cool statue. Great work. Whoever made the statue needs to just go from the neck down, arms, legs. You can do all of that and then bring somebody yeah. else in to do the face because it doesn't look like Kobe Bean. It just doesn't look yeah. like Kobe Bean. Yeah. And an easy play here is to be like, oh, it looks like the Ronaldo statue, but it's not My as biggest bad, problem but it's like, it. not. it yeah, just doesn't look yeah. like them. It gives off the vibe. I feel like the eyes and the mouth are kind of hollow. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, there's no life in it. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of what, the biggest problem that I had with it, though, was the, the hairline. The hairline and the head color, the hair color, like, mismatch that was going on. But you do have to realize, like, Kobe know. was balding at that point. No, 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 no. He was, but if you look at like the general, like just I'm not talking about oh, like the hairline was kind of faded yeah. back. I mean, in general, like the color mismatch was so off. Okay. Like if you look at it the again, bronze is not, I didn't like it. Not, I, not I didn't like bronze. the head. Okay. Didn't, the head was weird. So peep it when you get a chance. You'll you'll see what okay. I'm talking about. But in, yeah, in, in in general, the statue was great. Uh, I would say top to bottom, but we'll say middle to ne- bottom. Neck down. Uh, it's great. Neck down, yeah. Uh, and I like the flowiness of the jersey, yeah. like how we mentioned pre-show. Like it kind of reminded me of the NBA Two K yeah. Ten cover where the the jersey's kind of out a little mm-hmm. bit, and he's doing the fist pump. And it was those uh, so big Adidas jerseys, the silky ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were sick. Mm-hmm. When someone when someone who was like six five, six six, two hundred and twenty pounds, they were wearing like six XL jerseys. Speaking of those, awesome. I have a Michael Red game used jersey from that era, a red one from what? Milwaukee. Um, it says Milwaukee on the front, 22, Michael Red jersey, game worn. I put it on as a child. I got it for my 13th birthday from a family friend who oh, his nice. uncle worked for Milwaukee Bucks, got the jersey that way. But um, 
just an absolutely swimming in it. I, I am full grown now as a 27 year old male and still swimming like past my knees. And I know that Michael Red was a tall individual, but like, yeah, was he that much taller than me? Like, I, he's well, probably a foot taller than me. Yeah, this, I have this like three me. feet of like it's down to my fucking ankles, dude. Why are they so Jesus. big? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why was it so long? This is, like a, this is like a modern day situation where if you know, like uh, you've seen Bull Bowls kind of like yeah. archive fashion that he does and like all that shit, like on Grailed. When, he'll post like a three or four XLT and I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, oh, somebody's She's barking. No it's got to be like, the la- dude, it has got to be the longest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And incredible. I, yeah. Shout out, shout out to old jerseys, man. I love those. Yeah. I love those. They were good. But yeah, shout out to Kobe. First of three statues. So I'd assume the next one's going to be a number 24 statue, I think is what his late wife right. said. And uh, um, he's going to have another statue, a third statue with him and Gigi in the statue as well. So that, that's going to be cute. pretty sick, pretty awesome. Uh, nice. Good for Kobe, Kobe's family, and all of his teammates and everyone that loved him. So. Shout out to Table Center. They got a lot of statues, dude. Jerry West, Shaq. They've got Wayne Gretzky out there, I think. Like, they've got everybody out there. Um, yeah. Last thing before we go, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. We haven't really talked about them, and I've been thinking about talking about them from the last two weeks, and I just haven't – we just haven't put them on the list. We've put them on the show notes. Uh, they won 17 of now 19. They just lost the 76ers recording this on Monday, February 12th at 9, 17 p.m. is when we're recording right now. Um they just lost to the Sixers by two, but 17 out of 19. And I wanted to point out who they've played. They've played like the Charlotte Hornets, the Washington Wizards, the Brooklyn Nets. They played the Bucks twice and split that one. That was their one loss mm-hmm. before tonight against the Sixers. They played the Joel Embiidless Sixers as well before this and won, but they lost this one. Their schedule hasn't been hard. But winning sure, 17 sure. of 18 before tonight, 17 of 19, as of right now of recording, is still an impressive feat. And they're coming for that number two seed and trying to solidify. Like, I think they're two and a half, three games out maybe of the – they're like five games out of the one no, seed. No, I was going to say they, they are a two seed. They're five but games they're out of the one seed is what it is. Yes, yes. There you go. Um, there you go. Yeah, they're making a charge. They finally figured things out while Darius Garland and Evan Mobley were hurt. And are we heading toward – a Ewing theory situation. Dude. Because they've been playing, I know they haven't been playing the best teams, but they finally figured out like one big, one point guard, three shooters. That's the move. We roll with that. Yeah. And we're really good. But all of a sudden, yeah. now you got Dale- Darius Garland come back, Donovan Mitchell's back, Evan Mobley's back. Like now you got the two bigs, two point guard kind of situation rolling again, two ball handler situation. How are we going to fit the roles? What are we going to do? I don't know, man. Something's got to give. Um, top to bottom, the team is really great. Uh, Isaac Okoro's kind of fallen into his own. He's not an amazing player, great and especially defense, for a pretty high draft pick, but he's a great defender. He can shoot enough. He can get you some points. Uh, George Niang is averaging almost 10 points and has played in almost every single game this year. Sure. So they have some guys. You know what I mean? Outside now, of here's a guy. You know, the, the, the core. Now, here's a guy. Yeah, George is Niang, and here's a guy who I don't think anyone's ever said that before. But <laughs> we just did. Here we are, folks. Here we are. Um, outside of Donovan Mitchell, Garland, you know, uh, even Jared Allen, Mobley, I the, the team is teaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a squad, and it's working. Um, I just, yeah, I'd love to see them play better teams and win against better teams. 
but you can't knock 17 out of 19. No, you know what I mean? It's not. it's not a coincidence anymore. The team is good. They're, I hate to say it, but the team's elite. Um, I know they just lost to Philly tonight, and of yeah. course, recency bias will tell you otherwise, but come, come, you know, late April, May, June, I mean, uh, Eastern Conference Finals appearance, I, that'd be cool. I, I, I don't as long as they don't the have to play the Knicks, that's their boogeyman right now. They do not want to see the yeah, Knicks. I know. They got embarrassed. Uh, if they can get out of the first and second round without playing, somehow playing Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, New York, that's not going to happen, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if they can somehow manage, you know what I mean, to either avoid those really good teams or, you know, maybe in a second round series, send one of the good teams to six, then right. we'll kind of look at the team and be like, hey, this wasn't a failed year. You guys did good. You guys did great even. But Donovan Mitchell, I. He needs to turn it up in a playoff series. I'm not saying he's a. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he's a choker. Like he, he's a great player. Yeah. But I just want to see him play in those playoff moments again. And I can't wait to see him run it back. Yeah, I will say that 2022 first round series when Luca was a little bit hurt, Jalen Brunson took over. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was putting up like 30, 40, almost every game. Like he had one or two games yeah. that were duds out of those six game series, but he was putting up 30 plus the rest of the time, like yeah. easily. I think he had a couple 40 point games in that series. They just couldn't handle Jalen Brunson like pre New York Lord Knicks Jalen Brunson where we didn't really know what Jalen Brunson was like it was very funny yeah. that he was just torching them and Rudy running Rudy Gobert <laughs> off the floor because he could not stay on the floor because Jalen Brunson was attacking yeah. him in the post so funny yeah. that that's life is beautiful it was great and Luca came back and they lost the first game when Luca came back like we're like oh maybe we should bench him <laughs> let Jalen Brunson run the show for this round and let Luca get healthy but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I think the Cavs are good. I just want to. I, I the, you can't knock the seventeen out of nineteen. You, I won't do it. It's incredible. It's a very incredible start. We need to have conversation about. It. That's why we're talking about. It. I just want to see them in a playoff series. I don't care who yeah. it's against. I just want to see if they've got the dog in them. Do they have the dog of the week in them? AKA, you know, dog of the week from Beyond the Diamond baseball podcast on Apollo Media's podcast network check that out coming probably here in a couple weeks before spring training we'll get that going again um oh yeah yeah do they have the dog in them? like can they just win a playoff series before i'm like that's i, I guess that's all i need to see if they win a round one series yeah, i'm like okay they are good enough to win a playoff round now they have to go play the big dogs aka milwaukee boston new york whoever it may be in the second round and that's where they're gonna run into trouble potentially so I just right. want to see him win the, right. the first round, and then I'm very confident in him, which is a very high bar to set because it's the playoffs, and not everyone gets to win in the playoffs. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, let, let, let the Cavs have their fun, uh, whether it be for now or if it bleeds into April, May, June, June somehow, yeah. Jesus. Um, let them have it. And I think that you know overall, uh, Jared Allen's a Texas guy. Uh, mm. I've never hated USC basketball. I think that uh, – very underrated program. Shout out Bronny James, uh, Evan Mobley. He's, DeRozan. He's, he's getting it done. He's getting it done. So I just, I, like I said, the East is kind of at a, a very vulnerable point. So you can see a top four, a top five team. I I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like I said, if I named the, the, the Celtics, the Sixers, the the Cavs, the Knicks, the Bucks, I one of those teams could totally get beat in the first round. Oh, for I, sure. I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's likely. I mean, we watched the Bucks get beat in the first round last season against the Miami Heat. Yeah. Like the Heat 
yeah. will be in the playoffs somehow, some way. And no yeah. one wants to play them in the first round if they make it out of the play. Oh, oh no, they're going to be in the oh, play in. No. So they got to do it again this year. But I just, I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see Orlando send a team to six. You know what I mean? I have the Orlando or Magic win song stuck in my head 24 hours a day. Orlando Magic. Orlando Every Magic. single day. I see TikToks and it's in my brain for the next seven days. It's fire. Seven. It's That's fire. what I dream about. That's oh, what yeah. I think about. Why do the Dallas Mavericks not have like a sick song from the 90s? Why Why do we not have one of those? I need one. I it's need a song somewhere like in that. there. I, I got to go yeah, find I'm, it. I'm, I got to. Yeah. That, when I think of the, you know, when I think of those uh, silly songs like the, uh, the the Bulls, of course, you had the Rockets. The, the New York Knicks have a great song. The Friday Night Knicks yeah, New York on Knicks. MSG yeah. Network from the 90s. That one was always great. Um, yeah, the, the Orlando Magic song. And it they have literally two words in the song. It's just Orlando yeah, Magic. But the beat it plays. And, oh, it's just so good. And the memes <laughs> that they do now with the videos post game, like, it's just like, random shit yeah. and then all of a sudden dude. it's random people dancing and it's Orlando magic just, yeah. it's so good dude it's awesome just add some 808s to it and add some 808s to some don't old, even touch like, it it's perfect it, the way it is no 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 i'm saying when i feel okay because if you heard the original version it was just like Orlando magic okay. oh. it was like a kind of like a new jack new jack swing yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of soul song because yeah. that's what the era that it was right. in but then for whatever reason either a tiktok admin or somebody Added some 808s to it, and then that's when you hear the or oh, boom, 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 magic. Yeah, yeah, like the shit bangs, dude. The shit bangs. It's so good. So I, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Shout out to the Orlando Magic. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> we just Ooh, we're we're running life. on just fumes here. We're 53 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> this has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast, talking about everything and anything that happens in the NBA. This week, we're going to have something new outside of the podcast realm on YouTube, so make sure you turn it into the Apollo HOU YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and turn on the notification bell so you never miss an episode, you never miss a video. we got a lot of good stuff, especially coming next week. Surprise one-off video. It's going to be really cool. Pertaining to ba- baseball. So it, but it's a, pertaining to the Apollo personalities as well, content. So it'll be interesting. It's a fun video coming out next week. Got new stuff coming in later this week on NBA content side. It's been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast, brought to you by Big City Wings. Shout out to Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. And thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check them out at celebritymint.com to see their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more. It's been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast.